Welcome to the Breakthrough Advisor Podcast. In this podcast, we inspire advisors with ideas and pathways to break through barriers and build a thriving retirement income business. We will interview innovative technology developers, business leaders, and successful advisors, then help you organize and execute these ideas to move your business forward. Hello and welcome to The Breakthrough Advisor. I am your host, Eric Johnson, and today I am speaking with Ed Slott. Hello, Ed. How are you? Great. Great to be on the program. Thanks. I'm so excited to have you here. Uh, You know, for those that don't know who Ed Slott is, I'm going to give Ed a chance to introduce himself, give a little bit about his background. Ed, I know that you are a powerhouse in the industry. Why don't you give the folks a little bit about your background and who you are? I'm a CPA. I was a practicing CPA for Oh, I hate to say it, almost 40 years, maybe more than that. I don't even want to say that. But that's what I did. I dealt with people's taxes. One thing I never did, now I know I'm talking to financial advisors. I don't sell stocks. I don't sell any financial investments. I don't sell stocks, bonds, funds, insurance, annuities, none of that. Although anybody who knows my programs, I constantly advise on using Mm -hmm. some of these as tools to help people keep their tax bill lower. Why am I so committed to that? Because the more they keep, (laughs) the better it is for everybody. You ever hear the saying, less is more, Eric? I have, yeah. Yeah, well, that's not true. Less (laughs) is less, except when it comes to taxes. The less you pay, the more you keep. But to keep more, (laughs) to to keep more and pay less, you have to have a plan or a great advisor Mm -hmm. to help you implement that plan. So that's pretty much been my life's work, helping people keep more and pay less, especially when it comes to their retirement savings. Mm -hmm. One of the things I learned or realized about 30 uh, years or so ago is when retirement accounts started building, and this would be in the late 70s, early 80s, maybe even more so in the late 80s, we started seeing 401ks build and IRAs. I realized that most people did not have a plan to get that money out. Most of that money grows tax deferred. Advisors know that means that that money has not yet been taxed, Mm -hmm. but most consumers don't realize that. So now they have issues coming into retirement. That's the money that was earmarked for them to live on in retirement. In fact, for most retirees, their IRA or 401k is maybe their largest single asset and they have zero plan to how to on how to get that money out without excessive and an often unnecessary taxation in fact mm-hmm. many times they make costly and irrevocable mistakes and often and here's the worst part that advisors should know right under the nose of a watchful advisor who just didn't know that he didn't know and that's where the dangers come in so for my career i've been training consumers and financial advisors on giving them like a a customizable action plan to help them make sure that their IRAs, 401ks, and other retirement accounts are not consumed or depleted Mm -hmm. by taxes just when they'll need them the most in retirement. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of not knowing what they don't know, I'm asking you this. What do advisors need to know about taxes right now today? Well, they need to know, I say, 
taxes, and I'm not talking about taxes generically. Every You can get a million programs on that, how to cut my taxes, how to get deductions. Mm-hmm. I'm talking specifically on the tax planning for their people's retirement savings. Now, that may sound like a niche topic. Oh, it's only on the retirement. But that's where almost everybody's life savings is. So when people talk about tax planning, especially around tax time, they're talking about one year of savings. I'm talking about a lifetime of savings and beyond a legacy going over to their children and grandchildren and a legacy for advisors. So advisors have to play the full game. I equate taxation of retirement savings accounts and the planning for that to a football game. Mm. They have a saying in football, the score at halftime is irrelevant. Give me the score at the end of the game, and then I'll tell you who won. Mm -hmm. How many football games, especially, I don't know if you're a football fan, but especially college, are won or lost in the last five seconds of the game? Absolutely. Almost all the time. Oh, there it is. Three, two, one. Game's over. We didn't see that coming. Oh, well, you should have done something about it. (laughs) So in football, there's two halves, the first half and the second half. The problem is for advisors, you said, what do advisors need to know? Most advisors only play in the first half of the game. And most consumers, their clients, don't know that there's a second half of the game. The average consumer, the average client, plays the first half of the game. What's the first half of the game? That's the 30, 40 years they spent building, working, saving, investing, and sacrificing to have a retirement account. So then they get to retirement, what I call halftime. Most people think that's the end of the game, what I call halftime. And they say, wow, we did it. I have enough money for retirement. I didn't think it was possible. And they go in at halftime, pat themselves on the back. We've done it. We've saved all the money we'll ever need for retirement. Meanwhile, the IRS comes out. They're playing the third and fourth quarter. They're playing nobody. So Mm -hmm. they win. Because that second half of the game is when the money comes out, when you get to enjoy and spend that money you've been saving for your whole life. That's where the tax planning comes in. And that's what I call the black hole or the big void. And I noticed this in my career going back 30 or 40 years, realizing all the mistakes as an accountant, seeing that. And I kept saying to clients, like, wasn't somebody taking care of it? And I realized back then that everybody thought the other professional was taking mm. care of it. In other words, the accountant thought the attorney was taking care of it. The, the attorney thought the financial advisor was taking care of it. The financial advisor thought the cat was taking care of it. Nobody was taking <laughs> care of it. It's a black hole of planning. But this is the kind of planning that can make or break an advisor's practice or make or break a client's retirement savings. I don't care if you've done a great job in the first half of the game. Most advisors are good at that, helping people accumulate and invest well. But if they lose it all on the way out to taxes, what have you done? You built a savings account for the government. No heroes at that game. At the end of the game, everybody Mm. loses. So that's been my focus as a practice. We've been training advisors for years and educating consumers at the same time to let them know that this game is won or lost in the second half of the game. Now, of course, you have to have the first half of the game to have something to protect. But now all the money for the best clients is sitting in IRAs, 401ks, That's just like a big, juicy steak waiting for Congress to tax it. And that's what happens if you do nothing. I always say in every one of my consumer programs, I tell them, 
You want your plan, not the government plan. And sometimes consumers tell me, the people, the attendees, they say, what do you mean by the government plan? I said, that, to, the, to me, the government plan is doing absolutely nothing, letting it happen to you. And that's the people that lose most of their savings mm -hmm. to unnecessary and excessive taxes. And that in most cases can be avoided, eliminated, and actually you can have a better plan when you have educated advisors helping you plan, you can have a plan that leaves you with larger inheritances, more control, and less tax. And that's that's where you want to end up. Yeah, absolutely. The last thing anybody wants is Uncle Sam showing up at their door with a knife, fork, and a bib ready to take yeah, a chunk of their to, steak. That's one of the lessons <laughs> I teach consumers all the time. I like the knife, fork. Uh, <laughs> I teach consumers all the time. You know, you don't have to share as much as you think with Uncle Sam. And I don't even know if you, you know this, Eric. He's not even your real uncle. Like, well, I've heard. <laughs> yeah. We did the uh, genealogy test and he didn't show up. So, yeah, I don't know right, why he's, right. he's knocking so on my door. There's no anyway. reason to share. <laughs> Unfortunately, we're taught wrong. We're taught that sharing is good, not for your money. That's right. That's right. All right. And, and I know that you, you do this on a daily basis. This is what you do, this is where your passion lies. Unfortunately, advisors out there and just the general public, we don't have the time or the effort or the energy or the passion to keep up with everything that's going on. So the changes that happen on a yearly basis or every few years because of law changes, that will impact everyone in the long run and in the short run. What do advisors need to know right now about changes that are happening that are going to impact them and their clients? Well, there's two kinds of changes. There's personal and there's financial tax-related changes. Mm -hmm. A good advisor should know their clients to, to know what personal items are going on in their lives. For example, simple things like checking beneficiary forms, especially after this COVID era. We've had so much transition. And it, to me, transition is the opportunity of a lifetime for educated advisors. Why? Because when people are in transition, they leave a job, a death, a sickness. When people are in transition, that's when the money's in motion. When the money's in motion, it's up for grabs. And that's when the pockets change to advisors mm. that can seize the opportunity and save the day for the client. As an advisor, you have to be up to date on what I call life events in your client's life, like they had a birth, a death, a marriage, a divorce, lost a job, a remarriage, a change in the tax law, had a new grandchild. All this really comes down to is understanding and learning and knowing your client. That's good business in any business, yeah. relationship building. So that's the personal changes. You have to have your antennas up and know what's going on in your client's lives. So some advisors sometimes ask, well, how would I know that? I gave you one idea, check the beneficiary form. See what their, that's what tells you what their plan is for their IRAs and 401ks. And then here's another way, it's an arcane way Call them. I use something <laughs> called a telephone. Don't send these uh, emails that are obviously mass emails. Yeah. I get this from advisors that I'm hooked in with, and I'll get this email, say, dear, and you could see in the different print, Edward. <laughs> uh, you know that's not for you. Yeah. Uh, call them or contact them, especially when we're in transition and people may be hurting or have issues that you don't know about. How would you know you communicate with them? That's how you build real value Absolutely. and trust and bond your relationship. Every advisor will be remembered 
by how they communicated with clients during what we're going through now. So that's on mm -hmm. the relationship side. Now you communicate with them and they say, well, I lost my job. I may have to do a rollover. Maybe I'm in, maybe I have a low income this year due to the pandemic. Maybe I'm a candidate for Roth conversion. That's when you have to put your educational skills and know how to apply what you've learned. And the tax laws, and not only the tax laws, but the rules are changing all the time. Not just when the president signs a new bill into law, there's lots going on under the radar. That's what we teach, as you said, as a, as a company, we're constantly training advisors. In fact, we run our two-day programs all the time. These are massive two-day, we do them virtually now, like everybody mm -hmm. does. And the next one coming up is actually in July, because by the time you hear this one, we had just finished one in February, and that's two solid days. You're talking solid, all killer, no filler, no, no nice. soft stuff here. You know where I got that saying from? Years ago, I went to a Paul McCartney concert. And he said at the beginning, this is going to be all killer, no filler. And sure enough, every song was a hit because oh, he's bet. got them. Yeah. It's like that. We're constantly hitting you with every kind of planning idea for two days. We take you through a 400-plus page virtual manual. You get to keep that as a reference source. Wow. So chances are anything that comes up in your practice, we've got you covered there. So you can constantly go back to it to find out about that. And there's an InsureMark discount you can ask about. There will be uh, probably in July. Obviously, it's a mm -hmm. little far out from that. But look at it on your schedule. Go to our website, IRA Help, I-R-A-H-E-L-P, IRAHelp.com. That's our website. You can find out about all the planning, the educational opportunities to be a better planner, a high-value planner. You're going to find in the first hour or two, you're going to get ideas that will take your practice and your business to the next level. Yeah. When we used to do, I, we're going to do it again someday, but these used to be live programs. My favorite thing was in the first hour or two, we'd have a, a room of a couple of hundred people maybe, and I'd see from the stage an advisor or two running out, not because they had to go to the bathroom or it was break time, but running out, and then I would ask them at break time, well, what was that all about? He said, you wouldn't believe how much money you just saved me. I was about to do a transaction, and after listening wow. to you, I stopped it just in time. Or they got an idea and said, oh, I got to get this to my practice, you know, back to my partners and things like that. And the most common comment we get from advisors who go to this, and many of the advisors, you don't have to have intermediate or advanced, advanced knowledge. We take you from basic right up through advanced in two days. We bring you along. But even advisors that have, have come up and said, I've had 20 and 30 years experience, the most common comment we get is somebody comes up at the first break, they said, holy crap, I didn't realize how much I didn't know. Mm. And that's the difference between an advisor who's going to be successful and one that's going to be in trouble. The key to success in educating yourself is to know what you don't know so you can recognize it and go, for, go in for more. You're not going to be an expert in everything after two days, but you'll know to recognize situations that can help clients, provide you opportunities to build your business, and avoid catastrophes. So there's a big difference. For, for To me, that's the, the foundation of knowledge, to know what you don't know, rather than the average financial advisor doesn't know what he doesn't know. 
That's dangerous for clients because the tax rules in this area, and this is why you have to be educated on them, and this will add to your value because most are not. The tax rules are complex in this area, probably the most complex of all the tax code. Why? I don't know. There's just so many rules because there's tax benefits involved. And the government's always worried, well, if you don't do this, they're worried about people gaming the system and all of that. So the tax rules are not only complex, but they're rigid and generally unforgivable. You don't get a lot of second chances. Many of the elections you make are irrevocable. For example, on a Roth conversion, you convert to a Roth, that may be a good move, but you can't undo it. You can't undo a Roth conversion. Mm -hmm. Or if you calculated wrong or projected the tax wrong, that client's going to pay the bill. Or if you made a mistake in the way you moved an IRA to another IRA or consulted with a beneficiary on how to do that, made a mistake, could cost the whole IRA, it could cause the whole IRA to become taxable and be lost in a heartbeat. Now, I don't know if you heard the sirens yep, yep, again. Three alarm again. Uh, remember we started? <laughs> this thing's still going on. That's right. I actually put these in for sound effects to show how <laughs> urge, to show the urgency. I always put, I have my little button here, you know, there it is, the <laughs> sirens. Uh, that's when you know I'm when I say uh, I'm saying it's urgent. Uh, what can an advisor do? Well, they have to study up on the second half of the game, the tax planning. Now, here's the problem with lots of advisors. They like to put on their disclaimers and all their stuff. Maybe they have to. We're not giving tax advice. We're not tax planners. Let me tell you something. If you touch an IRA, you're a tax planner. Mm. If you advise on a rollover from a 401k to an IRA, you're a tax planner. If you advise on a Roth conversion, you're a tax planner. If you take IRA contributions and post them to their the client's accounts, you're a tax planner. These accounts are loaded with taxes. So say whatever you want. Do the planning because if you're not doing it, some other more informed advisor will take that business. And that's what we see happening. We see advisors going to our programs and other programs and getting up to speed on things. And all I'm hearing during this pandemic, especially from the advisors uh, that have been in our training classes, obviously I don't hear from all advisors, so I'm getting a skewed population, but I hear from the ones that have taken our training that their business was booming during the pandemic from getting doing the very things I, I just told you, mm -hmm. getting educated on all these rule changes, but learning about what's going on in the client's life. I'll repeat that great tip I gave you. You call them, C-A-L-L. -L. You pick up a phone and call them and speak to them personally. There is nothing better in this world, even with all the technology or Zoom call, than communicating yeah. with a client when things are changing rapidly. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm going to take just a, a moment to speak directly to the audience. Ed was talking about, you know, the Roth and, and all that. Ed and his team did a, a webinar just recently with InsureMark. If you have not seen that, I think it's still accessible, but there was over a thousand people that attended that webinar on Roth conversions and, and, and the Roth itself. So please, 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 figure that out, find out how you can, you can find out that information because it was very, very successful. And it was, I mean, it was a, a wealth of information, obviously, but Ed, back to you, you've been talking a lot about relationships, right? And an advisor has to have a relationship with their, their client, but I want you to speak about the opportunities for advisors or that advisors have right now when it comes to lending new business. 
Oh, that's easy. That's the easiest part of all. Don't ignore your current clients by always, it's probably the biggest piece of advice, and I think they know it all, but they fall into the trap. Don't ignore your current clients who already love you, need you, and mm -hmm. trust you by searching, going for new business. You can do both, but you can't ignore, you know, it's just a thing in business. I think it's in every business too. You get a new customer or client, now you're happy and you're moving on, going fishing again for the next one. Well, I believe your current clients are still the best prospects. They're already, you know, they're always looking for warm or hot leads. That's your clients. They're the <laughs> hottest leads. They already know you, love you, trust you, and respect you, and will follow their advice. And they were the, they will be the ones that will bring in the most business. They will be your marketing team, your referral sources. So never ignore them. Though that's who you have to reach out to first. But I would take it one step further. This is something I always did as a planner, a tax planner, uh, doing a lot of estate planning, which this ties into. I would always bring in the next generation don't not only the clients but their beneficiaries mm -hmm. the kids and i'm not talking about babies the kids are already 30 or 40 years old these are going to be your new clients if you don't connect with them now and create a relationship with the next generation when they take over and inherit they won't know you they're going to give the business to some other advisor, maybe a friend of theirs from school that once read a book mm. about it. Who knows who's <laughs> going to get the business? It won't be you unless you have that relationship. I remember, I, I mean, it's just a, a family thing. Plus, if you connect with that next generation, guess what? That's your succession plan, too. Absolutely. That can add 25 years of life to your business. I remember years ago, before I was even that much into any of this, my father had a financial advisor. I remember the Prudential Bates. They're not around anymore, but it was an old brokerage firm. The guy's name, who knows if he's still alive, I'll mention it, Bob Bay. Yeah, I still remember the name. This is going like 40 years ago. Oh, Bob Bay, take care of this. Bob Bay, take care of that. Bob Bay, Bob Bay, Bob Bay. And <laughs> <laughs> like when we, for me and my brother and sister got jobs, oh, call Bob Bay. That's it. There was no other advisor in the world. I don't even know what this guy did or he did anything, but that was, my father said, go there. That's where we all opened accounts. Mm -hmm. It carries a lot of weight if the parent brings you in. So I always bring in, I learned that from that experience. <laughs> It'd be funny if Bob Bay was on this program. I don't think so. He was like 90 when I was 30. So, uh, you know. <laughs> but anyway, look at the name, Rick. I still remember the name. I haven't said that name in years. And it still comes back to me because my father, he was my father's guy. Now, back yeah. then, he was like a wirehouse guy because there really weren't financial advisors. They were mostly wirehouse brokerage guys, mm -hmm. Merrill Lynch, Prudential Bates, and all these others. But it really carried a lot of weight. So my advice is bring in the next generation. Matter of fact, uh, I, I, I call this the world's greatest referral. The most powerful referral is probably from a deceased parent, mm -hmm. wouldn't you think? Uh, I've had people come back to me just from doing this in regular planning over the years, kids would call me. I would try and get them into the conversation, but sometimes they weren't available, living their own lives, living far away. So I would try and get them in. Now it's easier. Now that you have Zoom and everything, you can bring the whole family in. Mm -hmm. But so sometimes I didn't know who they all were. I, I would get a call every now and then. Oh, hi, I'm 
the son of uh, Joe Jones or whatever, and he just talked about you forever. For 20 years, he said, if anything ever happens, you go see Ed Slot. Well, we're here now. One particular case, actually several clients wrote, I wouldn't call it a will. It was not a will. It's not like they put me in their will, but they wrote what I call a death letter. Mm. Some of the kids came back and showed me that letter. They, it was a little letter written out. When, when my time comes after I die, I've done a lot of planning with Ed Slot. He knows everything about the IRAs and 401ks. He set up the plan. First thing you do is go see him. Yeah. To me, the, that death letter, what I call it, is probably the strongest referral you will ever get from a deceased parent mm -hmm. literally a week after death. You can't beat that. That's the kind yeah. of relationship you want to build. And that takes you to the next generation. So I talked about who do you, how do you build business? Well, there's a lot of business still to get with clients. Never forget, there's still more business from people they know. They're beneficiaries. And then you connect again with prospects. People tend to forget about prospects, but they've been ignored too during this pandemic. And maybe they, they're starting to feel like their advisor forgot about them. I've already heard stories just from programs like this where I've told people go back to cold prospects mm -hmm. and just give them a call. What are they going to do? I already have an advisor. Okay, goodbye. I'm just uh, following up. Mm -hmm. But I've already heard stories saying, you know what? I'm glad you called. Yeah, I really haven't heard much from my advisor. I don't know if he's sick or not in business anymore, but tell me what your, your situation is. And some people have brought in big rollover yeah. dollars just by making a call to somebody they totally forgot about, but that was looking for help. It's just a matter of timing, Absolutely. but it's also a matter of effort and numbers. There's a few areas to really build your business, but you still have to have the goods. You still have to have the education. They say, well, here's a problem. Look at my beneficiary form. The stretch IRA was eliminated. The, eliminated. the SECURE Act come, came in. What do I do now? I named a trust as beneficiary. They may not work anymore. You still got to come with the goods to uh, provide solutions. And one thing I've learned about clients, your best clients, I'm talking to the financial advisors listening here. You know what I mean by your best clients, the ones with the most money. Well, those people tend to be the better educated themselves and they demand more from their advisors. Mm -hmm. You better know more than they do. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And, and I'm blessed to be able to work with a lot of very highly educated, passionate advisors. But we know that there are advisors out there that have not been checking in on their clients because they're scared to, right? They, they, they don't want to make that phone call because they're unsure of what their own capabilities are during the pandemic and everything else that went on. And for advisors that are well-trained and educated and passionate about what they do, that's the time to be able to reach out to those, those cold prospects, like you said, and just say, Hey, how, how are you doing? Because if their advisor hasn't checked in, there's a good reason. They're probably not a great advisor and they're going to be looking for a change. So I agree hundred percent. Ed, I know that you do interviews all the time. I appreciate your time today. I'm going to wrap up with one other question that's a little bit off base maybe because of the fact that I think anybody who follows you and who's who has been to any of your trainings or webinars, they're, they're there for a good reason, your education, the, your passion, the things that you do, and they know you in a business capacity. So my last question is not about business. Ed, when you're not working, what do you do? What is your passion outside of work? What do you do for fun? Absolutely man? nothing. All I do. <laughs> <laughs> I play siren but, buttons. Yeah, yeah you play yeah, with your yeah, sound yeah. effects. I, but, you know, I like music and things, but I'm always, my mind doesn't turn off. Like even on a weekend, you know, I'll be thinking, oh, I'll go through the paper 
I'll look at things. Oh, I could use that would be a good teaching item. Oh, mm -hmm. this is a great idea. I, I was watching a movie yesterday. One of these uh, Marvel movies with my daughter. She's into all of that mm -hmm. uh, superhero stuff. And it gave me an idea. Oh, advisors can be superheroes. And then they threw a guy off a building, a bad guy. So it was okay. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, it was a bad guy. <laughs> and the evil guy, The uh, there's always some evil criminal in these things. The guy hits the ground and he looks at him. Uh, I guess he got too big for his britches trying to take over the criminal, whatever. Mm -hmm. And he looks down and says, huh. Nothing humbles a man like gravity. <laughs> and I'm thinking that's a little severe, but true. There's a lot of advisors that think they, you know, they're, they know everything they have to know. And uh, you can be humbled easily. So th this is what I mean. I think about these things when a client loses their IRA because you made a mistake on a rollover rule that's irrevocable. That will humble you quickly uh, mm -hmm. it's the same idea gravity except the gravity just took their ira down yeah i'm constantly my mind i, I can't shut it off because i love what i'm doing because i see the the changes it made in my own clients and i love the changes it makes when advisors come back like this program we did for insure market you talked about uh, last week or a few weeks ago whenever it was on the roth i mean it was power packs so i want to thank the people at insure mark for providing exactly the kind of programs that can build your business mm -hmm. and i know jack martin was uh, uh, instrumental in putting that together and educating all these advisors that came to this insure mark program so another way to build your business, work with companies like this that are providing the education. But one thing I've said on this program, I say it on all the program, even the InsureMark program, I said at the end, all of this information, I hear that, I see the comments coming, oh, fantastic, great. It means nothing if you don't put it into practice, right. if you don't put your ideas into action, you have to use it. Just knowing a lot isn't enough. One thing you know, there's a lot of smart people that know everything. What do you know? Uh, here's a question for you. It's a trick question, but I'll throw it out to you and the advisors. Since the advisors can't answer, I'll leave it to you, Eric. Mm -hmm. What do you know about really smart people? And you don't know what I'm saying, so I'll give you the answer. The really <laughs> smart people, what do you know about them? Uh, most of them are broke. They're poor. They just know a lot. They never put their ideas into action. Mm. They like telling everybody at the bar, at dinner, and everywhere else how smart they are. I know this, I know, but they don't do anything. You got to do something. So the way we teach in our two-day programs, we have two sections and everything, and uh, we make this clear right at the beginning of the two-day and in all our training programs. You need both knowledge and relationships. Mm -hmm. You have to learn what you're doing, but then... When you get that knowledge, it's critical to apply it to your key relationships. And we went through that. I learned about, I just said something like, oh, a trust is a beneficiary. You should be saying to yourself, wow, I know a client with $3 million in IRA that named a trust. That's Mary Jones. I better call her. See, apply the knowledge. So it's mm -hmm. not only knowledge enough, is not, it not, knowledge is not enough by itself. It has to be applied to key relationships. And I gave you the key relationships. Obviously, That's the right. best one is your current client base. Then go down to their beneficiaries, then to prospects, then centers of influence like lawyers and CPAs, real estate agents. It doesn't matter. You know, you're building your universe, your visibility. I always say to advisors, success forever, I use an acronym, EVR, edu get educated, get visible, and get remembered. And get it done now, mm -hmm. because if you don't, 
some other proactive advisor will be on your tail. Absolutely. Ed Slot, what a pleasure. It was so nice meeting you. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today and, and do this interview. Great. And thanks to the folks at InsureMark. I hope everybody listening remembers where you got this knowledge, but I want you to put it into action to build your business. Because when you build your business, yes, it helps you and your family, but guess what? It helps your clients. I love when everybody wins. Absolutely. And our last thank you, of course, goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the Breakthrough Advisor podcast. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when we come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your colleagues. Again, thanks for listening today. For everyone at InsureMark, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Breakthrough Advisor podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of InsureMark. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only.